Welcome everybody. This is your host Linu William and welcome to a series on prayer. I'm going to start today by asking a couple questions. Is prayer your custom? Is prayer your culture? Did you know that Jesus' culture and custom was prayer? Did you know that you can unlock your purpose and assignment through prayer? Join me as we talk a little about prayer. For the majority of us, prayer is just a religious act of coming and placing our burdens on the feet of somebody who has provided us rest. It ends up being where we list our concerns and our needs to a God who has said that He will hear and answer. But prayer is so much beyond that. Let's first take a look at what prayer is not. Prayer is not a one-way conversation or a religious activity. It is not a therapy session where you come to God and place all your needs at His feet and feel better and leave. It is not just to get our wants and our needs met so that we can live a comfortable and enjoyable life. And many a times our prayer ends up like that, where we come and you know, say all our list to God and even leave without stopping to hear from Him. And this is a reason why many of us experience an ineffective and powerless prayer life. Prayer is not a tool to build our kingdom. In fact, we are told by Jesus not to ask for things like food and shelter and clothing because our Father in heaven knows that we are in need of all these things even before we ask. You see, children never come to their parents and ask for food and clothing and shelter. It is automatically provided by their parents. And God, who is our Father, will automatically provide all these things for us. And that is why Jesus said, focus first on the kingdom of God and all of these things will be added to us. Prayer should not be our last resort. In fact, prayer should be our first response, whether things are going well in life or whether we are faced with a situation that we cannot solve. Prayer is not the job description of just those few intercessors in church. It is not something that is only the responsibility of quote-unquote the intercessors. In fact, Jesus clearly says when you pray, not if you pray. Prayer is therefore not a suggestion, it is a commandment. We are commanded to pray without ceasing. It is as important as breathing. Now, prayer is also not a way for us to get a reluctant God to come onto our side or to persuade God to do something that He does not like. So then what is prayer? True prayer is relationship. It's building a relationship with God beyond just knowing Him as somebody who provides or protects. So the goal of prayer is relationship. See, if you want to know somebody or you want to get to know somebody, you would not just go to that person with a laundry list of things that you want or need, right? You would actually go and have a communication with him and commune with that person. It's, it's a blend of talking and hearing from that person. So prayer is not just us talking, but it is actually us hearing from God. Relationship is what qualifies our prayer. The original intent of prayer is connection. 
You see, it has nothing to do with the problems that we face as a result of the fallen nature of man. Let's take a look at when Adam and Eve was created. God came down daily to commune with Adam and Eve. There was no problem or crisis or wants or needs. Adam and Eve just talked with God and God came and talked with them. They merely enjoyed each other's presence. God enjoying Adam and Eve's presence and Adam and Eve doing likewise. So prayer, therefore, is us coming to God and God just enjoying our presence, enjoying that fellowship and we enjoying God. It is a two-way relationship, not just a one-way relationship. What does prayer do? It actually reveals the Father to us. It gives us access to the very heart of God the Father. Now, why is this important? It is so that we can release his heart onto the earth. It is us seeing what God, what is on God's heart and then partnering with that and saying, you know what, God, we say yes to it. We say yes and amen to it. So prayer is a major part of our purpose and assignment here on earth. You see, God will not do anything on this earth without the cooperation of humans. And we can see that in a lot of examples throughout the Word of God. So in prayer, we are accessing what God already wants to do on the earth and is just waiting for our cooperation. It actually gives us the right to legally demand on this earth what has been promised in the Word. And this is the reason why it is really important to pray the Word of God because the Word of God is the perfect will of the Father. And as we pray the Word of God, heaven can come in agreement with it. Heaven can move on behalf of it. Prayer is also habitation with God. Now, Jesus said, if your word, if my words abide in you and you abide in me, you shall ask whatever you will and it shall be given unto you. So prayer actually causes us to live right. It quietens our flesh and it builds up are in a man. Now what happens when we pray? We actually get our marching orders when we pray. And the greatest role model for this is Jesus himself. You see, when Jesus was on this earth, he was busy. Wherever he went, there were throngs of people surrounding him wanting a touch from God. But Jesus always made it his priority to step away, to move and to go and pray. He made prayer life an intentional lifestyle. And we see how he would actually spend even nights or early mornings in prayer. And this is our role model. And he said he never does anything on this earth without seeing his father say or do something. Prayer also safeguards our heart from temptation. And it keeps us connected to the spirit so that we are not overpowered by our flesh. And this is why it's really important to pray in the spirit. So if you find yourself struggling with temptations, pray. Surrender that part of your will to the Lord in prayer. Prayer also posts a guard over our household. And it also perfects us. Prayer causes us to mature in the Lord. It causes us to be complete and to be restored. Prayer actually also saves us time. And what do I mean by this? See, many a times we go about our day 
doing things and leaving prayer to the very end of our day because we think, oh, you know what, we are going, I don't have the time to pray. But actually, we will accomplish more with God rather than doing things in our own strength and burning out. Prayer also gives us the key to activate those things that are ours positionally. You see, when we are in Christ, there have been certain things that are given to us as a position in Christ. And prayer gives us access to those things. And as we declare those things, we get to experience what is already ours. It also activates the promises of God on our lives. Many of us have a lot of promises that are spoken over our lives that we have not seen come fulfilled. So what do we do? We actually contend for those promises in prayer and it activates those promises that God has spoken over our lives. We are also called as kingdom of priests. So as we pray, we actually get to rule on this earth through prayer. Do you guys remember the story of King Herod when he actually put Peter in prison? He had killed James and it pleased the people. So he decided to go ahead and arrest Peter. But the church was in fervent prayer. So who is ruling here? We see King Herod on the throne and we see the church ruling through prayer. We saw how the Lord released his angels and, and um, let Peter escape. And we also see towards the end where Herod was struck down by the angel of the Lord because the church was praying. So church, we get to rule on this earth through prayer. We get to rule on behalf of God on this earth through prayer. So it is really important that we pray. What do we pray for? We have got to pray for the culture of heaven to invade on this earth. We have got to pray for God's intent to happen on this earth. And just as it is in heaven, we got to pray it on this earth. See, there is no murder or um, abuse or anything of wickedness in heaven. And we as a church got to pray that onto this earth as representatives of heaven. We are commanded in 1 Timothy to pray for all people. And that includes the good, the wicked, the righteous, and the sinners. The first public ministry of the church is to pray. And God is looking for His people to stand in the gap and to intercede on behalf of all people. So it is our responsibility as a church to pray. We are also to pray for boldness, for words to be given to us when we tell the gospel. You see, we are living in a world where it is increasingly becoming hard to be a Christian and a lot of persecution are happening. So when it comes to our doorsteps, when persecution comes to our doorsteps, do we have the boldness to speak about the gospel? So we got to pray for boldness, pray for the church to have boldness. We have to pray to live a life that is worthy and pleasing to Him and to bear fruit in every good work. James also asks us to pray for each other that we may be healed. You see, the prayer of a righteous person is really effective. And we got to pray for each other that we may be healed. And that includes not just emotional, but also physical healing. Philippians tells us to pray that we may overflow and abound in love. 
You see, our love should overflow. It should abound. It should grow. And we are asked to pray for that. And we need to pray to grow in our spiritual insight and knowledge. See, prayer is something that is really essential. It's something that we cannot live without. Prayerlessness often leads us to powerlessness and, uh, and also having no communion with God. If we are not attached to our source of life, we will live powerless and ineffective lives. So prayer is not an option. It is something that is the foundation of whatever we are seeking to do for God. See, in Romans, it tells us that the Spirit prays on behalf of us. So child of God, if you do not know what to pray, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. He is the one that intercedes on behalf of the church and prays the perfect will of the Father. So pray in the Spirit. Invite the Holy Spirit into your prayer life. Remember, prayer is a relationship. The Holy Spirit will transform your prayer life and it will radicalize your prayer life to a point that prayer becomes pleasure in your life. I hope this has blessed you. I hope this has put a fire in your heart to just pray, to have that relationship with God and subscribe to our channel and God bless you.